here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. What are you doing? 2018! Welcome back, everybody, to Wrestling Omakaze. It is episode number 51. Um, this week, I'm very happy to be joined by a brand new guest, um, Arum, a, a friend of mine from Twitter, uh, somebody who I know knows both the promotions today we're going to be talking about very well, and that's why I asked you to be on. So, hello, Arum. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing uh, tonight, I guess? The magic of... <laughs> The magic of time zones. Uh, pretty good. It's raining a lot, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very sunny here. Um, oh, so we're so we're doing fun. this. It's like 10 a.m. in New York, uh, 9 p.m. in Indonesia, where our room is. So we got like a across the world kind of podcast going. I think this is the farthest I've ever done a podcast with because I've done a bunch with people from in Europe. Um, but I don't think I've ever done any. So, like, I've done, I did a podcast, I did this at Omakaze episodes in Japan, but like, we weren't talking to people, you know, back in the United States or anything. So, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. You've been, you've been to Japan too, right? I think I've seen Yeah, I've been it. there last March and it was like a 10 day trip to there. Mm-hmm. Did you see any shows or anything or no? No, because. Uh, when I go to uh, when I went to Osaka, they were having a show in Tokyo, and then I 
went to Tokyo special so i didn't get to catch any show at all including ddt or stardom so yeah, it was sucks. just a full trip <laughs> yeah but you're going back you're thinking of going back for the dome i think i saw you say yeah i'm planning to but fingers crossed <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go back probably for sakura genesis next year i think that's my plan yes. yeah i'm very excited but so we're here to talk about two promotions um ddt and new japan and I want to start with DET because they're the ones who just had a show, um, you know, yesterday, I guess, <laughs> or to, started to, I today. I this morning. <laughs> you watched this morning. I watched it before I went to bed. But DET, they're the one promotion that I can still watch live um, from, you know, from the States. I used to watch all, all this stuff live in the middle of the night, but oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do that anymore now with a, with a you know, normal person hour job, but DT yeah. it's like 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, so you know it's very doable. Just yeah. staying up a little late, but this show is called "What Are You Doing 2018," which was <laughs> hilarious hearing them repeat it throughout the show. It was. Uh, I might just have to put a clip of that as like part of the opening. Just DDT, what are you doing? Shoot that late. It's such a great. Such a great life, especially when the it was funny when the the play by play guy said it, but it was really funny when the uh like the the voiceover dramatic voiceover guy said it at the start of the opening video package. It was uh something else. Um, did you see yeah. the did you see the dark match or no? No, because I was having breakfast. <laughs> okay, I didn't see it because they don't air it. I, I always watch the samurai feed at these Corican shows, oh, okay. and they they do not air it on samurai, so I didn't see the. The undermatch, oh. but just f- for the records, either, either one of us saw it. It was uh, Watase and Aaron Andrews. I don't even know who that is. Defeating um, Matsunaga and Koki Iwasaki. Andrews pinned Iwasaki with the twisting flapjack at 842. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, people on Twitter were complaining about Aaron Andrews, so whoever that is, oh, I guess really? he. Yeah, I guess he didn't make a good impression, but I can't, I can't say it firsthand. Um, <laughs> I thought it was quite quick because I was leaving for breakfast and the match was started. And then I, f- I finished cooking breakfast and it said the match ended. So I was like, oh, that was quick. Yeah, it was, it was less than nine minutes. It was pretty quick. Um, okay, so then we had the opener for the proper opener on the show, which was a three-way, six-man tag match. Um, we had Ishii, Antonio Honda, and Mao. Defeat, mm-hmm. Defeating Tetsuya Endo, Mad Polly, Nobuhiro Shimitani, and um, Taka, Takatimo Dragon, Yotomo Dragon, and Toru Owashi. Um, it was a disqualification finish when yeah. the, the, official, the official result says when Owashi was disqualified for everything in 651. <laughs> um, before this match started, like literally moments before, Dino said that this is going to be another. Uh, Japan banishment match just because he felt strongly about that, um, which is you know very DDT just to be like, Yeah, by the way, this match is the loser this fall against banished from the country. Um, yep. but I thought so, it was hilarious because I found that out from Twitter, <laughs> yeah, me too. I did, I found out from Twitter too. I think the DDT English account tweeted out, and I was like, Oh, all right, which <laughs> I, I, if you're if you aren't like following that account yet, by the way, that's like valuable. For these live shows, especially like he he gives so many like really quick translations that'll help you uh, yeah. fall easier. 
That's why I'm very thankful for that account. Yeah. Um, so there was a this was a pretty fun comedy match, you know, pretty standard DT comedy opener. Um, there was a spot at the start where like uh, Mad Polly was like laying on the mat and everybody was jumping over him. And I was just like, okay, yeah. I'm wait- waiting for it, waiting for it. And then Antonio Honda trips on him. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's one of those, like, if you didn't know that spot was coming, hope you enjoyed your first DDT show kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I thought when I when I watched that match, I didn't look at the wrestling aspect because I, I already knew that this was going to be like a comedy match. So I was like, you know what? If I don't laugh, then it, this is bad. Yeah, basically. But I, I laughed a few times, so they, they did good. Yeah, especially during the uh, the end part. <laughs> to the end, um, I guess the ref is bumped, and they, <laughs> they sent Torawashi up with the most elaborate fake DQ of all time. Like, they give... They gave him both both of the fake Ultimate Dragon masks, like with like six yeah. chairs and like all and these other ladder, we- and then some brooms, <laughs> like every weapon you've ever heard of, and like everybody's on the ground, like selling and you know, like pretending they're hurt, like all other all eight other participants, and the ref just finally turns around, and looks, and just like you know, he has a you know the face he makes, but like he's just like yeah. he just has like this re- amazing reaction, and he just calls for the bell. He did the spot with Shimatani. I think he was choking him, and it went for like it, it went too long. But yeah, was he was choking like he was like slapping him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the other thing I thought was since you brought up Shimatani, him coming out and like trying to do the like the big me man thing is always yeah. really. Fun. Like he has his hands in his hips, like I'm so I'm such a mean man. And it's like, okay. <laughs> you're like you're like five foot, buddy, but <laughs> I was kinda of wondering why why is he not in damnation yet? But I guess it's just funny to have him like almost joining damnation. <laughs> yeah. But they just won't quite take him. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, this is a fun comedy opener, pretty Pretty standard DT stuff. Of course, oh, okay. Yeah. They made two big announcements at the end. Of course, um, a, a Watimo dragon is going to appear <laughs> on the on the next Manji Manji this week. But the real Ultimo dragon is going to appear yeah. on July third. So like what the heck? <laughs> so there you go. The real Ultimo dragon, July third, Manji Manji. Yeah. Um, and but I'm yeah. also excited for Endo's match. Uh, on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so Endo is a team with Mad Paul. You just challenge for the tag titles this Tuesday. Yep. So it should be good. Um, the second match of the night, the worldwide match, uh, Mike Bailey defeats the debuting Sammy Guevara with the green tea plunge in 1140. Um, this was good. It, it felt like they left something in the holster, you know? Like it felt like they didn't, yeah. they didn't quite go all out or anything, which I get because it's like match number two on this card and you know, maybe they're gonna they're gonna have more later on, but it was like you know, still like a three star match. Um, yeah. the, it's our first time watching Sammy Guevara. <laughs> yeah, both of us had never seen him before, which is more understandable for you. I just don't I don't watch my own country's wrestling really, so like, I don't I do not I really, watch a lot of independent wrestling in general. To be yeah, I don't really watch American indies, so you know, the only way I would have seen him is if he showed up. Um, yeah. he he might have showed up at a PWG, but I don't I don't know I haven't seen P- I didn't see last year's Bola, 
So maybe because I usually try to watch Bola every year, but I don't think I saw last year. So he might he might have been there. But but yeah, usually I that's think the only. I stopped watching. I think I stopped watching PWG for like two years or so. I just stopped yeah. caring about it. I mean, I don't I don't watch. I never watched anything but Bola, but I'm pretty sure I missed last year's. So uh, he might okay. he might have been he might have been on that. But that's usually the only way I see these American independent guys that they booked on Bola every year. But um, but yeah, I mean, this was, this was good. Like I said, I think they started out with like a lot more like grappling stuff than I would have expected, which, um, you know, I, I, I'm into that stuff. So that, that was fine. And then they started doing the flippy stuff that you would expect them to do. Um, I really wish Mike Bailey would stop doing that, like second turn buckle to the outside moonsault thing, awesome. because what up? But he always looks like he's gonna decapitate himself on the apron. Like I'm just, very, I'm very scared every time he does it. I don't. I'm too. Maybe I'm. Too, it does look cool, but I worry too much. I guess. Like that apron stuff. Really, like I don't know what it is. Ever since I watched Will Ospreay, like almost die. Like I can't. I can't take yeah, those. I those aprons. That's like a good comparison. But then again, I don't really like Osprey. <laughs> oh, that's understandable. Um, and then one thing I that stood off in the match for me is Sammy apparently likes to flip people off, and yeah, you know he was yeah, flipping, like he, he, so he was flipping off Mike Bailey, and then at one point he finally does it with like both fingers, and the the yeah. announcer call was funny. It was just like double this yo, and then double this nay. I think I would like, get Sammy's wrestling more than how he his character. Uh, going on or whatever, but I really kind of enjoy his his performance to today, tonight, today. <laughs> yeah, it was he was good. Um, I get the I get the uh, I get what they were going for basically, but um, you know he's basically going to be like this cocky young yeah. fire person. He did a couple of slip ups though in the mm. beginning, but that was like the only that's that's like the only my. A major Gladstone point, but that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, it was um, okay. Yeah, basically. It was fun, but it was, yeah, it was standard. Um, after that, we got the Kudo Quiz Show to to hype up his <laughs> his fifteenth anniversary in wrestling, and boy, were there some answers here. Um, I'm just gonna go oh, for a couple. So basically, to set the scene here, it's Kudo sitting in like what looked like a very small izakaya not a lot i mean most of them are small honestly yep. but sitting in izakaya with a bunch of the other wrestlers including um uh, the quiz host don chocodino and basically every time kudo got a question wrong he had to like down a bunch of ddt sake like a whole bot like a whole little cup um and some of the questions he got was like what what is the aspect that sakaguchi respects most about kudo um, Kudo thought it was that he loves his wife, which, given what the ne- one of the next questions would be, was quite the answer. But the the actual answer turned out to be that he's a pacifist, which is also funny, actually. Um, and then the next one was, what is the aspect that uh, Masa Takanashi wants Kudo to fix? And Kudo got this one right. He cannot keep secrets. So Kudo knew. He knew where that was going. Um, and then... then Irie asked Kudo, like, how many times has your wife caught you cheating? And Kudo that said... Was yeah, Kudo said... Kudo because, said... Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. So I thought it was funny because Kudo couldn't keep a secret, 
and then his wife caught him cheating for like five to six times. That's not like he couldn't keep his affair. Yeah, <laughs> but it makes that that answer about his wife like even crazier. It's like yeah, yeah. No, no shits. Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't think doesn't most respect your wife your love for your wife that you cheat on all the time, buddy. And he ends up <laughs> answering the question after excuses. Yeah, like they fast forwarded through all the excuses. It was really funny. But no, he um he guessed three and the answer actual answer was five to six. So there you go. Um cheating bit, is bad, all right. <laughs> cheating is bad. But you know, apparently kudo kudos kudo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that whole thing was awesome though. It was really fun. I mean that's basically that summed up everything I love about DET. It's just so wacky and so uh it's like it feels like a big family. So, mm-hmm. um, but match three, the Iron Man heavy metal weight title, Kudo 15th anniversary memorial match. It was a six man tag with Kudo, Yukio Sakaguchi, and Masa Takanashi from Shuten Doji, defeating Don Shokudino, uh, Makoto Oishi, and Super Sasadango Machine. Kudo pinned Oishi with the diving double knee drop at 9:43, which also makes him the 1,321st. Iron Man champion, a fitting a fitting victory for his DDT yeah. 15th anniversary. Um, also, Oishi almost didn't do anything that much. Yeah, he really wasn't around much before getting pinned. Um, I mean, the, the most the thing that stood out for this match for me the most, and this is another really funny one, was just that Kudo, of course, had to had to eat ass on his yeah. 15th like 15th anniversary. What promotion do you think this is? You know. Um, uh. But Dino, there's also the, early in the match, Dino did like a really like elaborate setup with like a lot of posing for his Rainmaker kiss, and then just like didn't get it. Like he he tried to do it on Sakaguchi, and like that's not who I would try to do that move on because he just you know he he like twirled him around. Yuki just immediately like slapped him or something. <laughs> so it was like yeah, fuck off. Yeah, um, but this is funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was funny, and I thought it was funnier because. Kudo, Kudo had that spot with Dino, and Yukio was just watching that, watching the whole thing happen without doing anything, and I'm like, this is intentional. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was, like, <laughs> he was basically just like, gonna, yeah, gonna let it happen. But fun little match, and with that, the first half of the card was over, so then we move into more of the serious half of the card here with the KOD six man tag team titles. Uh, unfortunately, all in of Konosuke Takashita, Akito, and Shuma Katsumata defeated Kota Omeda, Yuki Reino, and Koju Takeda when um, Shuma pinned Reino with the Hasa La Vista in 1116. Uh, Omeda Gumi f- fails in V2, and all out become the 34th Six Grand Titan Champions. Yeah, the result, I was not happy about either. Um, you know, I think the you made a team has been an awesome uh, six man tag team champion team, and this match again was awesome. So it's probably well, not my favorite match. It's my second favorite match on the show. I thought it was awesome. Um, the there there I was a like I think I like uh, Takeshita team. Uh, no, not Takeshita. Uh, I think I like watching Shunma teaming up with Akito more than Shunma teaming up than Takeshita. I don't know why. Uh, he 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 wrestled with Akito. Uh, he did this tandem moves with Akito, Shunma with Akito, and I thought it, it looked cooler than him doing it with Takeshita. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much would agree with that. Um, Takashita, you know, he's just such a singles wrestler, I guess. You know, you won't really stood out though was his Takashita's exchange with Omega. I mean, like, yeah, that was so cool. They, they had this exchange for like, I don't know, like a minute or two, where they just like destroying each other with these kicks and these knees, and just, oh my, it was really, really crazy. I'm just really looking for. I hope they have like future single matches in, like, in the future. Yeah. I mean, they're they're both young, you know. It's two very young, two two good young guys to have. Um, yeah. But the I just want but, to point out that Kuta Umeda is way too good than the other guys. <laughs> yeah, he's probably he's definitely the best one on his team. Um, he he does that that face buster combo he does where he does like a face oh, buster yeah. and then does another one really quickly, like. It doesn't like it looks like nothing else anyone else is doing in wrestling, which is it's difficult yeah. to like really have your own moves that like no one else in wrestling is doing these days. But I guarantee you, someone on the American Indies is going to rip that off. That's how it always seems yeah. to be how, how it happens. Uh, but yeah, I went like three and three quarters on this match. I thought it was a really awesome sprint. The mm-hmm. only thing that would take it down a little bit was there was a couple uh, t- little timing mistakes here or there, but. Not enough to like really make this anything but a really great match. Um, yeah. I forgot to mention too, before this match, there were a couple big announcements. Um, the first oh, yeah. big one. The tag team match. <laughs> yeah, there was the tag team match for, um, I, what, what was it for? It was for, it was for Peter Pan. Yeah. So. I think it was Oishi. Yeah, or... so Oishi and his fiance, who's a, uh, a, a Joshi wrestler of a pro wrestling wave. Mizaka Ohada are going to take on Joey Ryan and his wife, Laura James, in a, you know, who is the craziest husband and wife team in the wrestling match. Uh, so it's going to be true love in the Sumo Hall in October. The other big announcement, too, was August 25th at Cork and uh, Taiokea of, um, of All Japan fame will be at the Cork. And there's no match for me yet, but there you go. Uh, the, the, what, the other thing I thought was funny was when they were doing the, um, they were doing like the, the the merch plug. They announced that they're going to have an online lottery because you know right. it's basically basically gotcha. New, Japan loves their gotcha. Which five hundred yen is you uh, at the Abima TV site? You pay five hundred yen, which is like five bucks basically in U.S. money. You get random prizes, including the right to pin a wrestler of your choice in the middle of the ring. Although they made sure to note they may kick out. So there you go. I think that's pretty awesome for them to do this because it's just wonderful to have like fan interaction and to have fans to experience, even though it's just like pinning a a wrestler. I think that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Also, it's Um, only five hundred (laughs) yen. It's only five hundred yen, so uh, I mean, thank God I don't live there because I would. You you have no idea how much money I would waste trying to get that fucking pin. Just be like, this is the time. This is the time. I'm going to get it. But All right. Um, we have the semi-main event, the DT Extreme Title 3-Way match. Before the match got underway, there was a pretty cool video package. And they basically explained on that Soma gradually fit into Damnation through. It said on the screen, I think, communication equals drinking. So yeah. that's how you fit with Damnation. You have to drink a lot uh, outside the ring. Which he claimed was something that was sorely lacking in Smile Squash, the Hiroshima unit that he left. So 
Who knows how accurate that is, but that's that's Soma's claim. Um, but yeah, this match went 1558. Uh, Hiroshima defeated, uh, pinning Soma Takao with the Samato to retain the extreme title. Um, so this match was okay. There was a there was a really boring lull, I thought, um, yeah. at the beginning and the middle. That would be the biggest problem I had. Like it just kind of just took a long time to get going. Um, I mean, there was some funny stuff at the very beginning, like when they they had claimed, you know, that they were gonna, not going to have any interference. So they yeah. so the the other Damnation members and Shuta and Doji both went to the back. But then Sasaki and I mean Polly and Endo just like immediately came back out, and it was like, well, of course, like why would you trust Damnation? Um, and then at one point, Sasaki and Soma started tagging in and out like it was a handicap match. Yeah, that was hilarious too. <laughs> like the ref is like, what is going on? Um, and I did think I like that they at least they they tried to be logical with it and that they pointed it. They pointed out that Sasaki could pin Soma or vice versa to win the belt, but they said the match was about punishing Hareshima, so that's why they didn't do that. So at least at least they explained it. Um, I was kind of hoping that they would go a lot more extreme, <laughs> just because they have this intention of beating up Hareshima. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a lot of weapons in this match. There were there are almost more weapons in the main. So. Yeah. Um, I think it was but, only there were only chairs, and then they used Sasaki's cane, I guess. And yeah, it. yeah. Um, and I think my timeline were very much pissed that Harashima won. Yeah, I mean, it kind of made them look like geeks, but you know, just to lose to lose a match like that, we have a two-on-one advantage. I guess the idea was basically in the finishing stretch, which the finishing stretch is by far the best part of this match, but um, but Soma basically kicked Daisuke by accident. And that I guess like started their yeah. downfall, but I still I would have I don't know I'm not not a big fan of one one guy beating two guys basically. But what are you gonna do? But I really like uh, Soma working together with Harajima and then just went evil on him again. <laughs> yeah, Soma's uh can't be trusted, I guess. Yeah. Um, just to find okay. Trust Soma in Damnation now. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, match basically. Yeah, it was okay. And then the main event for the KOD open weight title, uh, Shige- uh... Irie defeating Kasusada Higuchi with the Beast Bomber in 2058 for second defense. Um, there's some cool stuff I thought from the opening promo package. Higuchi basically talked about how he's living his dream and he's originally from a very conservative rural town, which I thought was interesting. And Irie was talking about how Higuchi is one of the opponents that makes his body ache the following day, but that's the type of wrestling he wants. So, um, first of all, when Irie came out, he had Sammy Guevara with him. So, apparently, just by virtue of being a foreigner, Sammy is part yeah. of the Irie crew, which people were very upset on Twitter by. Um, they were not happy. Uh, I still don't get Irie at all. I mean, I get it's starting to come more into focus for me at the end, which yeah. we'll get we'll get to at I the think, end. But he finally feels like a heel, at least. Oh uh, yeah, I was pretty impressed uh, by him because of that match. But if I if I have to be honest, like I I wouldn't care much about any idiot match. <laughs> yeah, I mean this was a really good match and probably the 
you know, Higuchi's a great opponent for him. So, you know, it's uh, after this, it's almost like, well, okay, what's next? But we we would find out what's next, and what's next is a really big match for Irie. But let's get into the match first. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was to be clear before this match, I was not into Irie's character at all yet. I felt like they did yeah. a really they did a <laughs> they did a really good job in this match and the post match finally starting to make his character more clear, but we'll get to that in a sec. Um, yeah. So this was crazy though. This is a really good match. Uh, um, it was just two big guys beating the shit out of each other. I mean, just chopping each other so hard. I thought Irie was bleeding from the chest at one point. Like that's yeah. how chest. Yeah, that, and I don't think knows, he. Was. <laughs> nobody knows where the blood comes from. <laughs> I think it came from Higuchi's elbow, and that was it. I could definitely see it was, there was some blood coming from Higuchi's elbow. I thought Irie's chest was bleeding too, but I think it was just so fucking red that it looked like it was bleeding. His chest. <laughs> yeah, and it just went on his chest. But but Higuchi really like chopped the crap out of him. Um, there was that. I, think, uh, I don't know if that was Irie or Higuchi. He did the elbow way too many times it was awesome actually yeah i think it was both of them but but um like and the higuchi was doing like the sumo style slaps a lot to the chest and the face yeah Yeah, like once he starts doing those it's over um iria did like a a slingshot plancha like under a chair covered higuchi that that was pretty nuts just for a guy that big to be doing slingshot planches at all let alone under a guy like covered in chairs i was like oh my god um I see you, Irie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then you know, Irie did his basically like I believe the the closing structures like he did his cannonballs, you know, and double cannonballs in the corner, and then I I think it took like three beast bombers to finally beat him, but he did get the win. Um, but yeah, I mean that was that was really it was a really awesome match, easily the best match of Irie's reign so far. Uh, I went four and a quarter on this. This is definitely worth uh watching if you missed it really really awesome match it was very cool and i was just fully impressed with idiot <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm kind of she didn't win but that's fine i want higuchi match. i want higuchi to win too i i, I do think he's having a higuchi is having like an amazing year um mm-hmm. like and this this is the kind of match that again elevates his year to like low-key like most outstanding kind of level and like he Last year, you know, he was like kind of like having a down year where people were like, oh, I don't know about Higuchi anymore. But this year he's been so good that I think he's right back up there as like one of the top um, heavyweight prospects in the country. I mean, I guess I don't know if you can still call him a prospect. I mean, he's a tag champion. He main events Manji Manji all the time. So he just hasn't had that heavyweight title win yet. And this is this is fourth time challenging and he hasn't been able to get the job done yet. But um who knows? He's, pro- he's probably winning uh, the King of DDT. Yeah, he, it's, it's possible. But yeah, I thought I thought he's uh, you know he's really coming along again this year and having a having an outstanding year and he's really established himself again as like a you know a rising star in a company. Um, but yeah, so the, there's a lot of stuff in the post match. So let's get into that. Um, you know, Imabayashi comes out and he asks, you know, is everybody does anybody want to cash in their anytime anywhere contracts? So Hiroshima comes in and invokes. Um, he says he wants to meet Irie at his best condition. So he said July 22nd, Korokin. Um, Imabayashi asks if he's, if he's also going to put his extreme title on the line. Hiroshima says no, which the crowd like booed very loudly. 
<laughs> but then Hiroshima was like, I have someone else in mind for the extreme title match, Antonio Honda, and I have a step. Hide eyes, hide tits, deathmatch. So, because it's a blind, a blindfold and bra deathmatch. It's a kind of match like you can only have in DDT. Yeah. So, um, Hiroshima versus we're getting Hiroshima and Honda blindfolded with bras on soon. Everybody, so look forward to that. That's I'm probably looking forward to that more than I'm looking forward to Hiroshima and Irie. I have to be honest, but that's actually true. <laughs> but but that's going to be they're both going to be awesome. So. I mean, obviously, Hiroshima and Irie have a lot of history, most of which is Hiroshima beating Irie while Irie cries. So that'll be a very interesting open weight title match. Um, and then here's where really it got into, where it really started, like, you know, Irie's character is starting to come into focus here. You know, Irie basically says, I'm happy he came at the challenge, but D, oh, this is, by the way, from the DT English update, but DT is shit. Someone as accomplices you have to challenge using. And anytime, anywhere contract, this is nuts. And Ibayashi says, you know, remember Hiroshima, you won't be able to challenge if you lose your contract. Um, Irie basically says, he says, fuck the anytime, anywhere. I'm accepting his challenge. What more do you need? DT is shit. <laughs> and then Dino says, um, are you, so you aren't satisfied with the anytime, anywhere system? And Irie's like, I'm not satisfied with you. And then leaves. So, like, Irie, he's really, that's where he, like, finally started laying on the anti-DT gimmick thick. And that, that's, you know, it's a better thing for him where he's really, like, it was sort of there before. He sort of made little remarks about, you know, DDT being too heavily comedy. But this is the first time where it really felt like, okay, I get it. I totally get it now. And he's really doing it now. Like, he's he's very anti-DT. He doesn't like the way DDT does things. He doesn't like Don Shokudino. Like, it feels much more, like, substantial now, you know? Yeah. And why does that make sense, too? Like, why would you have the Anytime Anywhere contract if, you, if you're potentially going to lose it? Yeah, it's, it's kind of... It is kind of weird that he has to hold it for a whole month before, you know, it, otherwise, otherwise he doesn't get his title shot, but... Um, and we but still yeah. have, like, four out of... Eight. No, not four. I think three. Other yeah, three. Have yeah, it's um. Oh God, it's Mako Satamara. Um, don't remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, Endo has one, and there's one more. Hirotimo has two. Oh, Hirotimo. That's right. Okay. But yeah. I think he has two. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think I don't think Satamara's lost hers yet because I remember them saying that she could lose it. In Sunday Girls, if she gets pinned, <laughs> just like um, you know, you can lose your contract to DT if you get pinned. So I don't know. I have to ask some somebody who watches more Sunday Girls than me if she's lost. I, I mean, she never gets pinned, so I doubt it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so that was the that was the DT Corkin. Um, I would call this a good show overall. I mean, you know, the main event really yeah, delivered. Yeah, the six fan tie title match was really good, and all the comedy was funny. So. It's a good balance of good wrestling and good comedy. Yeah. So, you know, they don't they don't always hit that balance every month, but they they hit it more often than they don't. So there's why DET is such exactly. a great promotion to follow. Um really quickly, let's see what's coming up here. Uh the next Manji Manji is June twenty sixth, so this Tuesday, of course from Shinkiva. Uh the the opener has the the three dragons, the Kitimo Dragon, Hirotomo Dragon, and o- Owatomo Dragon. Against Daisuke Sasaki, Soma Takao, and 
Nobuhiro Shimitani. That should be good fun. Um, then there's the 41-year-old Don Shokudino is a senior who follows two young people, age 25 and 22, <laughs> and is fighting three people tag match. So it's Don Shokudino, Shuma Katsumata, and Yuki Ureno against Yuki, Yukio Saguchi, uh, Tano, Tanomatsu Kotoba, and Mao. So there you go. It's a weird match. It's true. The then there's the Mister Manji Manji battle with Makoto Oishi versus Koto Umeda, which is for the title of the very prestigious title of Mister Manji Manji. Um, yeah. Oishi and, has been asking for a match uh, with Umeda, and Umeda has been ignoring him. So this one is either going to be very funny or it's actually going to be very good. <laughs> yeah. And then the main event, the KOD Tag Team titles, Daisuke Sakimoto and Katsusada Higuchi defending against Tetsuya Endo and Mad Polly. Very, yeah. very much looking forward to that one. Yep. Um, and Mako Satomura is also going to be on the show, which is her first DET appearance since winning the right to challenge gauntlet. So could be something there with her. We'll see. I'm very uh, excited for Mako to be in the ring with uh, Ishii. Mm, yeah. Should be fun. I just watched like Ishii's match. I think it was in. I don't. I forgot if. Bazara, but he wrestled a singles match. I forgot who is a who who he wrestled, but it was it was a very good match. Yeah. Um. Also, I wanted to point out too, July eighth, in the Tokyo Ryogoku KFC Hall, there's going to be some kind of damnation versus Irie Gun match. Um. They haven't said who. Who's going to be in it yet? But it's like X and X versus X and X. But that'll be cool to see the two. Now that DET has two heel units, to see them really collide. So, yeah. I mean, it, you know, I, I think it, it always felt like Iria Kun was supposed to be heel units, but like it really feels concrete now, especially yeah. like with him really going hard on the anti DET stuff. So I, I do like that development a lot. I think, you know, before this, it, it felt very like, um, you know, wishy-washy with Irie. It's like, oh, he's kind of a heel, but he's kind of not, and whatever. But and now he's not, he's a full-fledged heel. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and I, I think it was a uh, it was Jesse on Twitter co- at Koji who basically pointed out like, um, you know, like they could have done this a lot sooner. <laughs> so, you know, they could have when Akito like basically called out and called him a bitch. <laughs> it's like he didn't really do anything. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just like. I think he's trying to figure out how his character is going to be. And I think tonight, today, <laughs> I watched the match today. Uh, I think today he kind of figured out everything. So I think that's cool. Yeah. And everybody was just impressed by him. So that's good. But overall, good show. And there's some good stuff coming up. So if you're not watching DET, as always, you're missing out. Should be watching. Please watch DET. Please watch DET. <laughs> Um, we didn't even talk about this, by the way, when, we, when I introduced you, but I pro- we probably should have. You and I stand like almost the exact same units. It's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. We both, <laughs> we both, we both love Damnation DDT, and we both love LIJ and New Japan. Um, I'm probably not quite as big on a way to tie as you are. I don't dislike them or anything, but they're not like my unit in stardom. But I guess two out of three isn't bad. <laughs> Yeah, but it is funny that we 
love the same groups. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the first reason why I followed you, actually. It's because I saw, like, oh, Damnation and LIJ. All right. But, um, but yeah, so that was DDT. And then we can get into New Japan now. New Japan, of course, they have oh. the, G1, the G1 Climax coming up. Um, the G1, of course, is going to be uh, a tournament kicking off on July 14th in Tokyo Oda Ward Gym. Go, running all the way through August 11th at the Nippon Budokan back in Tokyo. So RIP everybody's social lives while we have to watch 10,000 shows. But oh, um, if we figure what we do today is go through each competitor and, you know, I made like a list of who they're facing and we'll discuss like what match we're most excited for of their, of their opponents. Um, and, you know, maybe then at the end give predictions for who we think might win each block. So let's start with the A block. We'll go in alphabetical order here. So that means bad luck Fale is first. Uh, and his his opponents look like this. Uh, July 14th, Tokyo Oda Gym. He starts off the tournament against fellow Bullet Club member Hangman Page. Then in Hokkaido, it's Kazuchika Okada, Korokin, Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, Tokyo and Hachiyoji, Evil, Habamatsu, he faces Jay White. Takamatsu, he faces Togi Makabe. In Fukuoka, he faces Michael Elgin. In Osaka, he faces Yoshihashi. And then he wraps up his tournament at the Nippon Budokan on August 10th against Minoru Suzuki. So anything stand out for you for the with the underboss? Um, I think I'm just going to be excited for him going up against Suzuki. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> I just think that... Uh, for a big guy and to go up against a kind of smaller guy, but I think I think Suzuki is much more stronger than Fale. I think it will yeah. be interesting and character-wise, it'll be. I know. I, I think it will be interesting. I'm not sure they've ever had a singles match yet. I can look that up real fast because I can't. I can't remember one, but I could tell you in two seconds. It's like on cage match. Um, while I do that, let me just say that I think my most anticipated match is. July twentieth against Hiroshi Tanahashi at Corken Hall. Um, oh. I think I think they always have really fun matches together. And you know, last year Tanahashi beat him by countout. So it's like, can, will he be able to uh, do it again? Oh, here's your answer, by the way. So they have wrestled once in a singles match, but it was November twentieth, twenty eleven, when Fale was still was King Fale. <laughs> yeah, he was still a young boy, um, and only won six minutes and forty nine seconds. So. Essentially, they have not; they have never met before. So, like, if, as far as when Fale was bad luck Fale, so it's the first time ever match, basically, and that is pretty exciting. But, okay. but yeah, but I like the I like the Fale Tanahashi matches, and you know, I'm always excited to see them those two face off. So, I mean, he's got Okada and Tanahashi back to back, which is kind of interesting. And yeah. a lot of people are saying maybe Okada will lose that match because, as we'll get to in a second, maybe he'll start off zero two, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, Fale, you know, he's, you kind of know what you're going to get from him. He's not going to have the most exciting match of, you know, every night, but he'll, he'll put in some good matches. Yeah, I was kind of wondering why he was in G1, but I guess it's more of like, in my opinion, I think it's more of tradition, like he has been in every G1, so. Yeah, I think he's a useful, that's why he's, here. he's a useful guy, probably for when you're doing the standings, because like, 
he can he can beat anybody, but he can also lose to anybody, you know. So, I mean, he if he beats Okada, it's not like it's going to be a big deal. It's like okay, well, he's a big monster, you know. He beat Okada, whatever. Yeah. But he can also lose to anyone too. So, um, all right. So next up, we have Evil, uh, the, the big thick <laughs> Lij boy, and he's starting out his tournament um, July fourteenth at, at the Oda Gym against Michael Elgin. Then Hokkaido, he faces Yoshihashi. Korokin against Togi Makabe. Uh, Tokyo Hachioji against Bad Luck Fale. Hamamatsu against Hangman Page. Takamatsu against Minoru Suzuki. Fukuoka against Tanahashi. Osaka against Okada. And the Budokan on, a- on August 10th against Jay White. Who are you most looking forward to seeing the big boy evil match up against? It's because I enjoyed their G1, uh, their last G1 match so much. I think I'm still looking forward for Evil versus Okada. Yeah, uh, that's my that's my pick too, and for the exact same reason. <laughs> so, I mean, it's gonna be. I would say, for to to give another answer too, I I go Tanahashi maybe because I really like that little midi feud yeah. they had. But but yeah, he really, and he again he has Tanahashi and Okada back to back, so mm-hmm. those are gonna be two really fun matches. I'm um, also but, excited for him to go up against Jay though. Yeah, because that's never happened. So I mean, Jay White has a lot of first-time matches here, yes. but but yeah, I mean that'll, that'll be and and they could both be they could both still be in the mix at the end there. Yeah. So, so um, I think I, I could see Jay and Evil getting a lot of points in the block. Yeah. So it's very possible, um, but some good stuff for Evil. Really, uh, you know, I, I'd say he's very backloaded. Like early on, you know, who cares about Elgin? Who cares about Yoshihashi? Um, but once you get to the end, he had Suzuki, Tanahashi, Okada, and Jay White all in a row. So mm-hmm. like those, those are that's four really good matches to finish this tournament on. So he he might finish off his tournament like one of the hotter guys. So True. Um, all right, Hangman Page up next, making his G one debut. First timer. Um, he starts out him and Jay White. I think are the only first timers in the tournament. He starts out July fourteenth at Oda Gym against Bad Luck Fale. Uh, Hokkaido against Michael Elgin, Korkin against Okada, uh, Tokyo Hachiyoji against Tanahashi. Everybody's getting Okada Tanahashi back to back. Hamamatsu against Evil, Takamatsu against Jay White, uh, Fukuoka against Makabe, Osaka against Minoru Suzuki, and then he wraps things up at the, in the Budokan against Yoshihashi. All right, so, what are you most looking forward to from Mr. Hangman? Uh, it will maybe it maybe it's weird, but I really want to see Page versus Evil. I just mm. want him like Page doing like a standing shooting star press only to be caught by Evil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there could be some good stuff there. The two of them are both gonna probably larry at each other a lot. Yeah. Um, um I think I'm most excited for Page and Okada. I think that's that could oh, be. Yeah. Especially at Corican, I think that could end up being a really good match, like a really surprisingly good match. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he's 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 almost the yeah he's got most of his big matches like right in the middle. He's got like Okada, then Tanahashi, then Evil, then White. So yeah. you know, pretty stacked right there in the middle. Uh, that he kind of wraps up with you know when you wrap up against Yoshihashi, I don't think you're going to be in the mix, but who knows? I guess. Uh, but then Hiroshi Tanahashi, he starts things off July 14th at the Oda Gym against Minoru Suzuki. What a way to start your tournament there. Hoka- then Hokkaido against Jay White. Uh, Korokin against Bad Luck Fale. T- 
Tokyo Hachiyoji against Hangman Page, Amamatsu against Togi Makabe, Takamatsu against Yoshihashi, Fukuoka against Evil, Osaka against Michael Elgin, and the Budokan against Okada. So what are you most looking forward to for the ace? I think we have the same pick. I, I, I'm really looking forward forward for Tana versus Okada. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm actually going to go off the board then because my pick Ooh. was Tana and Suzuki. Because I really oh, like that. I really actually, like that. That's, that sounds more interesting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it's a great way to start the tournament. And I thought they had an awesome match at New Beginning. So, you know, they haven't faced each other since. So it's like Tanahashi's chance for revenge. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the Tana Okada match will be awesome, too. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Tana Okada won't be great. <laughs> but we did, we did just see it, though, is the only thing I'm thinking. Like, yeah. You know. but, I think Tana Suzuki will be fun. Yeah. Um, and that's a great way to bookend your tournament. With You start with Suzuki and end with Okada. So, um, But, yeah, it's Tanahashi, you know. <laughs> what can I say? He's probably going to have a bunch of good matches. Uh, and then we got Jay White, make the other man, making his G1 debut. Uh, he starts off at the Oda Gym against Okada, and then Hokkaido he faces Tanahashi, so another guy <laughs> facing them back to back. Cork and Hall against Michael Elgin, uh, in Tokyo Hachiyoji against Minoru Suzuki, Hamamatsu against Bad Luck Fale, Takamatsu against Heyman Page, Fukuoka against Yoshihashi, Osaka against Makabe, and he wraps it up in the Budokan against Evil. So this one I think will have the same answer, but what are you most looking forward to for Jay White? Okada. <laughs> yep. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how you could answer anything else. And he's starting the tournament up, out against his former uh, Chaos teammate. And... Former. You know, oh, not former. Maybe <laughs> former. Maybe soon to be former. Way into the future. <laughs> I'm, going, uh, I'm going very, very... Very into the future. But, okay, his current <laughs> Chaos teammate. Maybe I should say former leader, though, because he said soon to be former leader because I, I got to ask him some questions on the Axis G1 presser um, yeah. the press call and I asked him about this match and he like went into all like uh, he was doing the, the interview like out of character when I asked him about this he went very much in character and he was like maybe it's for the leadership of chaos <laughs> and I was like oh man so Jay White thinks he's going to beat Okada here and be proclaimed the new leader of chaos so um, also this is like uh, on day one, right? Okay. Yeah, day one. Oh, yeah. So, okay. hell of a way to start the tournament. It's interesting, too, because it's a, have oh, sorry, go ahead. kind of in character. Yeah, it's the main event of day one, too, so. Cool. But yeah, it should be, it should be really, I, I mean, I, I really am looking forward to this one. I think, you know, it could end up being a, a really awesome match, and even, it's a good thing where even if it doesn't end up being a really awesome match, it's, it still should be, like, a really important match from like a storyline perspective so yeah. i think either way it'll be worthwhile um okay so then oh, speaking of okada he's next um he starts out in the oda gym against jay white then he faces bad luck folly in okaido and korokin he faces hangman page in tokyo hachiyoji he faces togi makabe and takamatsu he faces michael elgin and fukuoka minoru suzuki Osaka he faces evil and he wraps up at the Budokan against Hiroshi Tanahashi. So what are you most looking forward to for Okada? I'm going back to evil. <laughs> yeah, going back to evil. I mean there's so many here. Um I He's going to have great matches with everybody, so <laughs> Yeah, I mean like I, the only stuff I'm really not that into is like, 
you know, there's three in a row where I think I'm not that interested with Makabe, Yoshihashi, and Elgin. Yeah. But other than that, like everything else should be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, it's a really tough call for me between like Jay White and Suzuki and Evil and Tanahashi. I'm really looking forward to all yeah. four of those. I think I'm going to go with Jay White for all the reasons we just mentioned. Um, yeah. But it's really close. I think all the four of those matches are going to be really good. I think if you're looking into like uh, storylines, you would be excited for Okada versus Jay. But if you are looking for the wrestling or whatever, you could go for Okada versus Evil or Suzuki. Yeah, or Tanahashi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can we skip Michael Elkins? <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's here. I wish he wasn't. The end. Uh... Minoru Suzuki. He starts out. Okay, I will say too about Michael Elgin, by the way, but before we move past him, even beyond all the other reasons why he fucking sucks, that match with Hiroki Goto fucking sucked. Oh, anyway, it went too long. It went like a half an hour and it was no good. So, I anyway. I didn't care. So, I, <laughs> I, left the, I left the room. Like, I, I, kept the, I kept the stream on for some reason and then I went back. It's still on. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really bad. Um, Minoru Suzuki, he starts out his tournament on July 14th in Oda Gym against Rosh Tanahashi, July 16th in Hokkaido against Togi Makabe, the Korkin Hall against Yoshihashi, Tokyo Hachiyoji against Jay White, Hamamatsu against Michael Logan, Takamatsu against Evil, Fukuoka against Kazuchika Okada, Osaka against Hangman Page, and he wraps things up in the Budokan against Bad Luck Folly. Um, what what are you most looking forward to from the king of pro wrestling? Uh, I think either with Okada or Jay because I'm just kind of fascinated with the fact that Suzuki is going up against Jay, and I'm kind of interested how they would go together. That's my that is my pick too for the exact same reason. Yep, <laughs> I mean like Jay and because like I can't that's one of those matches I can't really picture in my head until it happens. So like yeah. what is like what is Suzuki gonna react to when Jay White like starts doing his like wacky like chop dodging that he does and stuff like that? Like I think he's gonna get really angry. So mm-hmm. it could be really entertaining. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And that's that's in uh, in Hachioji on July 22nd. So pretty early on, his fourth match of the tournament. Just um, two different uh, style. Yeah, very different. Colliding style. into one. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, another fate first I imagine the Osaka against Hangman Page. That might be pretty interesting. So, oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So then we get into the kind of the Drake to the A block. Although I, I like Makabe, but he's he's very old at this point. So Togi Makabe, he starts out against Yoshihashi. Then in, in Okada, he faces Minoru Suzuki. Korokin against Evil. Hachiyoji against Okada. Hamamatsu against Tanahashi. Takamatsu against Bad Luck Fale. Fukuoka against Hangman Page, Osaka against Jay White, and he wraps things up in the Budokan against Michael Logan. What are you most looking forward to from the Unchained Gorilla? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know what? I think I would just <clears throat> his match with Suzuki would be great, just because they already had a match before together. And yeah. that was it. like I don't really care about him unless it's Kojima in the block. <laughs> I'm I, I can kind of uh, yeah I don't know it's <laughs> really hard. maybe him and Evil could be good maybe they'll just like variate the crap out of each other yeah. um, especially a Cor- and Corrigan will be really into it so 
Yeah, I could see that being probably maybe his best match. So let's let's go with that. Uh, Yoshihashi, the final competitor we have to talk about, the A block, opens things up at Oda Gym. I know, against Togi Makabe, Hokkaido against Evil, Korokan against Minoru Suzuki, Hachioji against Michael Elgin, Hamamatsu against Okada, Takamatsu against Roshi Tanahashi, Fukuoka against Jay White, Osaka against Bad Luck Fale, and Budokan against Hangman Page. What are you most looking forward to from Mr. Headhunter? I just want to see Yoshihashi versus Okada. <laughs> just because I, I love when members in the same faction fight together. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I would go with that too. It's tough because it's Yoshihashi and I'm really not that excited for anything he's going to do. I mean, look, he... We had a match before, uh, together before, right? Who, who? Yoshihashi and who? Yoshihashi and Okada. I think so. Let's. I can look that up for you. But yeah, I mean, like, it's very... It's very, um, I don't know. Like, I really would rather, I'm going to be honest, I'd rather have Taichi here. Yoshihashi um, is kind of a mixed bag in the G1. <laughs> yeah, he tries his best, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's very weird because last year, um, or not last year, two years ago, in the 2016 G1, I thought he was pretty good. And then last year, last year I just thought he sucked. So I don't know what it is with him, but, like, he really could not... Um, I don't know, he just really couldn't do it. So Okada and Yoshikashi have had one 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 on one match since they were both young lions. It was that fucking four and a half minute terrible match they had when they both came back from excursion on January fourth, twenty twelve. That's the last time they faced each other one on one. Forty five minutes? Huh? Uh, how long was that? No, only only four minutes. Four and a half oh, minutes. Perfect. I thought it was forty five wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a really it was really bad. The crowd didn't like it and that's when when Okada Okada came out at the end of the show and challenged Sanahashi. That's why they were like, "Who the who are you, buddy? You just came back and had a crappy four and a half minute match." But no, I mean like, you know, the that's so this will be their first time facing each other in like six and a half years, which is wow. So I guess I got to go with that too. Then I mean, you know, they really have not fought each other in a long time. I didn't even realize. But thank you, thank you to Cage Match for. <laughs> letting us learn this, learn these new things. All right, so that's the A block. Who do you see coming out of the A block? Um, I I think it's really gonna be. It's really hard to pick anyone but Okada here. Even if he doesn't win yeah. the G one, I think he's winning this block. I can totally see Okada winning, but I can all I can all see also see Tanahashi winning this too. Yeah, maybe Jay White is your dark horse. Oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's possible. But... Like a poll in Japan, and they voted for Evil to win the A block. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. I don't think he will, but I hope he does. Oh, but I think he will get like uh, higher points, I guess. Yeah, I think he'll get like ten points or something, maybe yeah. ten or twelve. But yeah, A block not not as exciting as the B block as we're gonna get into here, but there's some good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, but let's start with the B block alphabetically here with Hiroki Goto. Uh, he opens things up July 15th, the Oda Gym against Sonata. Then Korokan against Kenny Omega. Korokan against Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, the B block has two straight nights of Korokan. Migata against Toriano. Aichi against Tetsuya Naito. Uh, Kagoshima against Kota Ibushi. Osaka against Tamatanga. Yokohama against Zack Sabre Jr. And he wraps things up with the Budokan. On August 11th against Juice Robinson. What are you most looking forward to for the Never Open Weight Champion? Uh, 
I can't. I have a hard time choosing anybody in Block Me because it's just so packed. I I know it's like just murderous row and just awesome stuff. I'll go with Ishii. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna be my pick too. And I want to look up and see what who. I want some boys to beat up each other. I'm I'm gonna look up really quick when the last time they fought each other is because um, laying on a one-on-one match because obviously they're both in chaos now, so it must be like. Yeah. It must have been a while. Let's see. The last time Go and Ishii went one on one. Oh, it was actually last year. What am I talking oh. about? And they had a they faced him in the G one. This will be their fourth year in a row on the same block. Oh, so there you awesome. Go. Yeah, I don't really remember the match last year. Oh, it was, a, it, was <laughs> it was the first night. That's probably why. So it was oh, the first okay. it was in Sapporo, so the very first night and yeah. Um but anyway, so the go for Goto, yeah, I'm gonna go Ishii as well. And especially that being a Corican. I mean, you know, Corican always gives anything a lift, but especially like, you know, two guys like that beating the crap out of each other, they'll be very into that. So, mm-hmm. but, I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with a lot of these matches. I mean, I can't wait to see them against Naito again, and I and Aichi. Um, you know, their 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 final in the New Japan Cup is still one of one of my favorite matches. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll have a great match with Ibushi and Omega, and you know, what are you gonna what are you gonna say? It's the B block is stacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juice Robinson opens things up in Oda Jim against Tamatanga, then Corkin against Ibushi, Corkin against Naito. He's got Ibushi and Naito back. Oh, oh my God! Look at this. Nigata against Omega. So Juice has Ibushi, Naito, Omega back to back to back. Aichi against Toriano, Kagoshima against Sonata, Osaka against Zack Sabre Jr., Yokohama against Ishii, and the Budokan against Hiroki Goto. So what are you most looking forward to for Juice Robinson? Ah, all right. Having a hard time again. <laughs> um, I think I would like to see Juice versus Kenny again. Last yeah. year was kind of good. In my opinion, it was it was good, but it was not that good. <laughs> so I think Juice has been stepping up this year. I'm very excited for him to go up against Omega again. Yeah, I mean, there's a, you can go with any of those three. Um, I'm going to go off the board a little bit, and I'm going to say Sonata. I think, for some reason, I just think those two... I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah, I think they could have a really, really good match against each other. Um, let's see, when's the last time they fought each other one-on-one? Oh, I think uh, it was... Okay, last year... In the, yeah, they did face each other last year in the G1. Oh. There you go. In Fukuoka. So I, I think I remember liking that, but... Uh, Has you know, Juice ever uh, go up against... Zach. Let's see. Juice and Zach. I don't think so. But it'd be interesting. They did in the I yep last year in the US title tournament. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> Zach beat Juice. Was the first round. But alright, but it'll be cool. It'll be a cool little run for Juice here. We'll see how far he can go. Uh after that we have the IWGP heavyweight champion, Mr. Motormouth Kenny Omega. Uh, starts out in Tokyo Odo Gym on July 15th against Tetsuya Naito. And talk about a way to start your tournament. Cork uh, and Hall against Goto. Cork and Hall against Tamatanga. Niigata against Juice Robinson. Aichi against Sonata. Kagoshima against Zack Sabre Jr. Osaka against Ishii. Yokohama against Yano. And Budokan against Ibushi. So, what are you most looking forward to? Get for Kenny Omega. Hmm. Uh, I have two. Like, of course, I would be excited for Omega versus Ibushi. 
but I'm mostly excited for him against Naito. It's such a hard choice, right? Because like, I don't know. I mean, I really wanted the obvious answer. I, was trying, I thought you were going to say Ibushi, but like the more you think about it, first of all, Omega won't shut the fuck up, which really <laughs> makes that Naito match, you know, it does add heat to that Naito match, I have to say. Um, I don't want to get into the whole thing about whether or not it was racist, but like, you yeah. know, I think there was a better way to say it. And I've been I've been over this on Twitter a million times already, so whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I, he's run his mouth so much that I really can't wait to see if Naito can shut it. Um, but I still, I still have to go with the Ibushi match though because I've been waiting for that match for so long. Yeah. So I gotta go with the Ibushi match, but it's it's really close. I mean, that's a crazy way to bookend your tournament with Naito. I think, I think I'm very excited for Omega versus Naito just because they have been running. Uh, they have, they just have been having fun with this working out the fans. <laughs> yeah, they've been running their mouths against each other nonstop. So, um. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's other stuff, too, though. There's Omega Yano, which will be really funny again, I'm sure. Um, Omega Ishii, they always, like, kill each other. Um, has Omega Saber. I mean, when the fuck have those two fought each other? Like, watch, I'm going to look it up, and it's going to be like, last year, you idiots. But let's see. I don't think they ever have been in a, they ever have been in a match together, I guess. Let's see. Zack Saber. But it looks fun, though. Okay, so this is a real, this is legitimately a first time in New Japan one. They faced each other once on a show in the UK in 2013, um, and, that, and Kenny Omega beat him March 8th, but that's the only time they ever faced each other one on one. So there you so go. This will be like their first ever New Japan match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, the last, the last match was five years ago in England. So, you know, <laughs> might, might as well be a first time match. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, there's some good stuff here for sure. I mean, Goto, Omega and Goto always have great matches together. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, lots of good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get to move on to Kota Ibushi. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice for some reason. But <laughs> it starts out at the Oda Gym against Zack Sabre Jr., Cork and Hall against Huge Robinson, Cork and again against Toriano, Nigata against Sonata, Aichi against Ichii, Kagoshima against Hiroki Goto. Osaka against Tetsuya Naito, Yokohama against Tamatanga, and the Budokan against Omega. What are you most looking forward to Ibushi, for Ibushi? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to be Kenny, but you could really yeah. go with a lot of I mean, I, I would, I, I'm very excited for Ibushi versus Kenny, and I think him against Naito would be fun. I've never seen him against Sonata. Yeah. I think him against Yano would be hilarious. <laughs> Probably will be. Let's see though if Kota Ibushi has faced Sonata. Given when Sonata showed up and when Ibushi hasn't been around, it wouldn't surprise yeah. you that they didn't face each other, but let's see. But yeah, I mean, like, Ibushi and, you know, Ibushi and Omega, that's, uh, that has to be the most anticipated one, I think. But yeah. you still have Ibushi Naito, which is a rematch. And no, they, they've only ever faced each other once in a 10-man tag. So that's crazy. So Abushi and oh. Sonata really never faced each other. Anyway, um, Abushi Naito, that was like a five-star match last year, I thought. So yeah. I'm very excited to see what they can do this year. I'm a little bit bummed it's not the main event. I'm sorry? Ibushi did an interview before, and he was referring to Naito a lot. He was saying Tranquilo. And yeah. 
was so like, would, what is going on with these guys? <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit like he was dropping some hints or something. But yeah, Ibushi and Naito, you know, I'm a little bit annoyed that's not the main event. Uh, they're going with Omega and Ishii. Yeah, I get it because Omega's the champion, but like, yeah. I hope it doesn't preclude Ibushi and Naito from having another like absolute classic because yeah. they're they're both so awesome. But yeah, I have to go with Omega here, but there's a lot to look forward to. I mean, Ibushi Ishii will be great. Ibushi yeah. Goto will be great. You know, Ibushi Saber. Um, but yeah, good should be a good tournament for Ibushi. Sonata. He starts out at the Oda Gym against Hiroki Goto. Moves into Korokin against Tamatanga, Korokin against Zack Sabre Jr., Niigata against Ibushi, Aichi against Omega, Kagoshima against Juice Robinson, Osaka against Yano, Yokohama against Naito, and he wraps up with the Budokan against Ishii. Uh, I think we'll have the same answer for this one, but what do you, what do you got for Sonata? <laughs> huh? It's Naito, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how could it not be? Two years ago, the LIJ Explodes match was Naito and Evil. Last year, it was Sonata and Evil in an awesome match. And this yeah. year, it's Naito and Sonata. So, Sonata, like, refusing to do the little fist bump with him, and I was like, oh, no. And I'm <laughs> that Sonata is leaving LIJ, and I'm like, don't feel ridiculous. No, it's not. It's just, they, they, do, like this. they do this every year. I mean, like, we're two guys in the same unit face code. I don't, it doesn't mean they're going to leave or anything. Yeah. They're just doing a little thing to hype up the match. But yeah, I'm really excited for that, and you know, plenty of other matches here too. I think he's going to have a real uh, banger of a tournament. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think Sonata is one of the most underrated guys in wrestling in general. So, yeah. uh, I think he's going to have a really good tournament. Uh, not one of the most underrated guys in wrestling, Tama Tonga. He <laughs> opens up the tournament in the Oda Gym against Juice Robinson, Corrigan against Sonata, Corrigan against Kenny Omega, Niigata against Naito. Aichi against Zack Sabre Jr., Kagoshima against Ishii, Osaka against Goto, Yokohama against Kota Ibushi, and the Budokan against Toriano. Who are you most looking forward to for Tama Tonga? I think because of the Bullet Club drama, Bullet Club drama alone, yeah. I'm more excited with Tama versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's my answer too. And I don't, I don't really see. I mean, look, you're not going to get a ton of classics out of Tama Tonga. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So I think the most interesting thing is as well the Bullet Club drama with Kenny. Last year he was very angry when he faced Kenny. He was like, what the hell is the elite? What the fuck is that? Like he was, he was really angry. So they made up at the end. So I'll be interested to see if they do something similar here or if you know it's more respectful. But I guess we'll see. I was kind of you know? wondering like where did that storyline go because it just kind of stopped like that and then everybody kind of shifted their focus to Cody and Ibushi and Kenny and the Young Bucks and we kind of forgot about the OGBC. Yeah. I mean, if you watch that thing they put up um, with Cody, it sort of seemed like Tamatanga was going to say something like, you know, I'm the real leader before Cody like cut off his video, which was interesting, but... Yeah, that just went up yesterday, I think. It was like a G1 thing they did with all the Bullet Club. Yeah, it um, was all right, so, I didn't yeah. watch it just because I don't want a lot of negativity in my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Tetsuya Naito, uh, it's July 15th, he takes on Kenny Omega at the Oda Gym. Then Cork and Hogg and Tishii, Cork and Hogg and Juice Robinson, Niigata against Tamatanga, Aichi against Shoki Goto, Kagoshima against Yano. 
Osaka against Ibushi, Yokohama against Sonata, and he wraps up with the Budokan against Zack Sabre Jr. So what's your most anticipated Naito match? Yeah, it's either Omega or Ibushi, to be honest. And Sonata. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's pretty much the three. I'm going to go with Kenny because just all the shit they've talked in the past yeah. you know, few weeks. I just really can't wait to go in there and see them tear it up. Um, but you could easily go with Ibushi or Sonata too. So there's a lot there. I mean, and then he'll, he'll probably, and then we're all, like, oh, he's going to face Tomohiro Ishii at Cork and Hall. And we're just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, that'll be a really good match too. And they, I mean, they always have really good yeah. matches together. And it's going to be at Cork. And, so that'll so. be something to watch. Yeah. Um, and, and Naito Goto too. They always have really good matches oh, yeah. together. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot here to dig into. Um, Tomohiro Ishii. Opens up at the Oda Gym against Toriano, uh, Cork and Hall against Naito, Cork and Hall against Goto, Niigata against Zack Sabre Jr., Aichi against Ibushi, Kagoshima against Tamatanga, Osaka against Omega, Yokohama against Juice Robinson, and he wraps it up at the Budokan against Sanada. What's your most anticipated Ishii match? I think uh, I just want Ishii to fight everybody. Uh... <laughs> I just want him to beat up everybody. Uh, I think I'm most excited for him going up against Ibushi. I think they had a fun match like a few times before. Yeah. So I think this year will be another good match from them. I'm gonna go. Hmm. I don't. There's so many. I'm gonna go Naito. I really like their chemistry together, and and it's a Korokin. So I really I think that gives a little boost. I think it's gonna be really good. Um yeah. I could go I could go with Bushi, I could go with Keddy and Osaka, that'll probably be really good too. But yeah. I mean there's really there's no wrong answers with the B block. There's so many guys. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I guess Tamatango would be a wrong answer, but yeah. I am picking on poor Tamatanga here, but um Toriano opens things up at the Oda Gym against Ishii, Korkin against Zack Saber, Korkin against Ibushi, Nigata against Goto. Aichi against Juice Robinson, Kagoshima against Naito, Osaka against Sonata, Yokohama against Omega, and finishes up at the Budokan against Tamatanga. What are you most looking forward to for Toriyano? Uh, I'm going to go with Zack, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just can't picture it, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... I, I think I'm going to go with Kenny because they had such a funny match last year that I, I'm really looking forward to the rematch. You could say it's like for Sonata, though, too, because they had a really funny match. Yeah, so, I think um, I chose to Zach because I just I, 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 I won't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't I can imagine what will happen. Yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, the last participant in the B block and the G1 in general, Zack Sabre Jr. opens things up at Tokyo Oda Gym against Kota Ibushi, Korokin against Yano, Korokin against Sanada, Niigata against Ishii, Aichi against Tawatanga, Kagoshima against Kenny Omega, Osaka against Juice, Yokohama against Goto, and he finishes off with at the Budokan against Tetsuya Naito. What's your most anticipated match for Mr. Sabre? I think he will have a great match with Kenny Omega. So yeah, I'm very excited for that. I'm, that's my pick too, because I think because we went over it was a first time match and all that. So yeah, basically a first time match. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
But yeah, so overall, the the B block is friggin' stacked, yeah. <laughs> loaded. I mean, <laughs> the B block is just so many great guys. Who's gonna win this block? My heart wants Naito. Yeah, same for me, of course. But my head says Ibushi. <laughs> yeah, I'm. That's exactly how I'm leaning too. I think it's gonna be Okada Ibushi in the final with Okada winning. So. I'm going to go with Ibushi here, too. But, like, obviously, I would love it to be Naito. So, I think um, a lot of people kind of bet that Sonata might be, like, this surprise. Yep, he could be the go- He could be a dark horse. Zack, yeah. too, could be a dark horse. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Ibushi and Naito have to be your favorites. I don't, I don't see it being Kenny, just because yeah. he's champion. But yeah. um, Ibushi and Naito, I think, are your two favorites. Um, but overall, you gonna, who are you going to pick to win the G1? I'm going to say I'm, I'm sticking with Okada. Same. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's his year. I think but, winning. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's your G1 preview, everybody. It kicks off July 14th at the Oda Ward Gym. Uh, before that, of course, there's the G1 special in San Francisco show on July 4th. Do you want to go over that card real quick, too, while we're previewing sure. stuff? Why, I mean, why not? Um, because the full card is out, so we can go, and I don't know when else we're going to do a preview. It's July 7th, actually. I think it's the 4th. But Saturday, July 7th, G1 Festival in San Francisco. I'm going to be in California, but I'm not going to be at this show, sadly. I'm going to be at Anime Expo, so. Um, all right. The opening match is a 10-man tag. Yoshihashi, Gato, Rocky Romero, Sho and Yo against Tamatanga, Tonga Loa, Yujiro Takahashi, Chase Owens, and King Haku. So um, this should be something. I mean, yeah, with King Haku in there. <laughs> King Haku in there. I mean, it should be something else. It was. I think picking him makes sense because of Tama and Tanga. Uh, Tanga, yeah. Yeah. But it's just so random. <laughs> it's pretty random. Um, match two. I we'll probably watch that match because of Roppongi Trigger, but whatever. Yeah. Match two: Ishii and Yano against Minoru Suzuki and Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, it'll be something. Yeah, it's, it's pretty standard like New Japan little tag openers, but um, I don't I don't really like the Ishiyano team. It's not really my thing. I just don't think they work that well together. But wait, didn't Ishii has uh, like he's currently in a feud with Suzuki or something? Yeah, for the British heavyweight title, they will have had their title match before this. Oh, so their title, okay, yeah, their title, yeah, their title match is like June thirtieth or something. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I so. can't forget they have a show in UK. Yeah, they have two shows in the UK. That's like that's coming up next weekend, basically. Um, all right, so Kushida and Hiroshi Tanahashi against Marty Scroll and Hangman Page. That's uh, kind of whatever for me. Same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, match four, the never open weight title. Hiroki Goto defending against Jeff Cobb. This could be really good. Yeah, I'm very I excited for that. And I think... Jeff Cobb is a better wrestler than Elgin, so... Uh, I mean, he, I, I think I definitely agree with that. And, you know, in their advantage here is they're they're not main eventing. They're far down the card, so mm. they won't try to go 32 minutes either, so it'll <laughs> probably help them out. Um, the fifth match for the IW... Oh, no chance Cobb wins, though, I think. No. Uh, the fifth match for the IWGP Tag Team titles, the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson, defend against Sonata and Evil. Um, I would really want LIJ to win back the belts here. I just don't think it's going to happen. I 
agree with you because it's too it's too fast for young looks to like lose the title. Yeah. And it's in America, so <laughs> yeah. I don't trust LIJ winning in San Francisco. Yeah. But it should be a good match though. I mean the last one was good. Yeah. Um then we have Okada and Will Ospreay against Naito and Bushi. This could be really fun actually. Yeah. Um, you know, Will Ospreay, we're not I gonna see Bushi has something to do. Yeah, finally, this is the highest boost he's built the card on, you know, other than Bo Best of Super Junior in a while. So yeah, and he's gonna, you know, and Naito is gonna be very over. He was last time in in Long Beach, so I think this will be a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, match number seven, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title, Romu Takahashi versus Dragon Lee. This is the match when they announced that was like mo- maybe most regret not going to the show. Yeah, but I mean, this you know what they they've had so many awesome matches, and I'm sure they're gonna go all out here. Yeah, especially with Hiromu having like a blast for the past few months. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then the semifinal for the IWGP U.S. title, Jay White defending against Juice Robinson, could be kind of a tough spot for them just because they're you know they're following Hiromu Dragon Lee. Yeah. Um, and they're right before the main event, but yeah. I think they'll pull it out. I think they'll have a good match. And everybody is kind of waiting for Juice to win any of the title, to be honest. So I think everybody is going to be behind Juice. Yeah. Much. I think the crowd will be into him. Do you think Juice wins? I think so, but I don't want to because I, I really like uh, if they would keep the U.S. title holders, non-Americans. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, and I think I think it works for Jay White's character to have this belt. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I hope Jay White wins, but I I agree with you that Juice probably will win. Yeah. Um. Then the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight Title: Kenny Omega defending against Cody. Um. You know, I'm sure if you're a much bigger Bullet Club fan than either one of us are, you probably are more hyped for this. This is just kind of what, it, yeah. This is kind of just whatever for I'm me. Sorry, I don't care. Yeah, it's not really that big a deal, but um, you know, they'll probably have a good match, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like the one in Ring of Honor that much, but I think it'll probably be a little bit more of a straight up match than like yeah. the kind of angle heavy match that was. So, do you um, think Ibushi will show up? <laughs> I don't think so, but I guess who knows. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty, pretty good card. Not the, yeah. not the greatest card we've ever seen, but the, definitely some good matches here. So, and yeah. we're gonna talk the review of that show is gonna be with me and Jesse, who hasn't watched New Japan like six years or something. So, we'll see what she thinks of the show. Um, we did do that based on like if the caps won the cup, she would come yeah. on and do, and do the. I think originally you said all in, but then we, went, we ended up going with the Moo Palace. So. Um, but yeah, so that's the July July seventh at the Cow Palace G one special. All right, let's get into some questions here because we got a bunch of them. Uh, Joel Abraham at Joel J Abraham, one of the co-hosts of the Super J Cast. What do you think of Kenny's statement that Lij has limited appeal outside of Japan? Um, I think he's clearly working, and I think it's clearly wrong because, like, when I was at again. I was at that strong style Vogue show, you know, in Long Beach, and the crowd went nuts for him. So I, yeah. I just, you know, it's just not doesn't have any basis in reality. Um, and I think if you watched the Ring of Honor tour, he was on before the crowd was going nuts for him. So I don't know. 
charisma is charisma. I think it was Milano Flexion who said it, um, like on, like on the Strong Style Evolve show when he came out. Like he said something like, you know, Japanese charisma is worldwide charisma. It's, it's true, yeah. you know. Um, he asked, "Why does asking questions rustle people's jimmies so much?" I don't know, Joel. It, it does. People get really upset. Um, what's your favorite brand flavor of crisp? I don't really have one. I'm not. It's not an American thing. Um, why is the Super J Calf so great? Because you're on it. There you go. Uh, yeah. And also, I got a shout out during one of their episodes, so that's why it's cool. Oh yeah, I did, I did too. I got, they were talking about like other podcasts people listen to, and Joe brought up the Wrestling Omikaze. I don't think his co-host Damon knew anything about it, but at least Joel <laughs> Joel did put us over. Um, <laughs> so thank you for that, Joel. At Yesterday Dances, uh, someone I've known on Twitter for... Actually, someone I, I knew way back in the day when we used to go to Ring of Honor, but oh. just reconnected on Twitter. Would Damnation, would Damnation LIJ forming a supergroup kill us all with the awesomeness? I think the answer yes. is clearly yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, then at P-Cakes Midwest... Um, who would Naito have a better long-term feud slash series of matches with Okada or Omega? I mean, I think he's doing both as we go right now, and so far the Omega one's better, I have to say. Um, yeah, I, I really like the the Okada match. The Okada feud almost peaked with the first match, um, not the CT one where they're both young lines, but like the the one at Corican in 2012 when Okada was defending against Omega right after he had won the title. That's my favorite match of theirs. That's such an awesome match. If you've never seen it, you should definitely go back and see it. Um, but their, to- their two Tokyo Dome matches just weren't quite at that level. And I like the first Tokyo Dome match better than this last one. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens from here on out. They've still got more matches to have. The Omega, thing, like, every time they have a match, it's fucking awesome. So, yeah. um, do you think Gato is over the thought of Naito ever having a long reign again and being the face of the company? I don't know how Gato thinks. He's a weird guy. Um, I mean, it sure sounds like he's not really that on board with it, but I hope he I hope he changes his mind because especially Nike... with the new president, uh, president or CEO. Wait, wait. Yeah, president. I think. Yeah. What What is new that Harold job right now? Uh, I think it is president. Yeah. Okay. I think he knew he knows how popular Naito is. I I don't think they're over with. Uh, the idea of Naito being like the champ, or because remember he pitched the he, he came on board by pitching the LIJ Bears, yeah, and saw, exactly. saw how fast they sold. So hopefully, mm-hmm. but I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right, so Dylan Harris of Eastern Lariat and Luch Talk and a bunch of other podcasts. Um, he's at Dylan Zero Sky on Twitter. He says, "Who has the best ass in DDT?" Um, <laughs> who do you, Endo? Um. Yeah, and I have to go with Endo too. It's because good, good... Shuji posted a picture of it. I don't know why. <laughs> and I was like, okay, now I've seen it. <laughs> um, then next question, could Miyu Yamashita beat up New Japan's Okada in a real fight? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Get the shit out of him. Have you seen her thighs? I mean, come on. Um, I think uh, she just has to practice to kick higher. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, basically, that's it. Um, after the Sonata Naito match, will we see them fist each other again, or will the tension 
blow up and it lead to him leveling up, leaving LIJ. I think they're going to fist each other. I think they're not going to, I don't think, I don't think Sonata's going anywhere. Yeah. Here's the thing. They really like having rivalries inside the group. Yeah. And they're very competitive. That's all. Yeah. Um, at Packerman120, how high do you think Kota Amida can reach in wrestling? I think he could be a DT champion for sure. Yeah. I think he could be like, I don't know. I just see a slight Takeshita in him. <laughs> just a slight. Yeah. So I can see like a bit of Ibushi in him. So I definitely agree. I think he, flipping, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think he could be a top star in DT for yeah. sure. Um, as of right now, before the G1, what do you think the main event of Wrestle Kingdom is? I know there's been a lot of speculation. Um, yeah. You know, the as far as what the actual, like, you know, maybe they're going to save Okada Naito for the um, for the twenty for the 2020 Dome because it's on a weekend. They could try to draw, like, the, like, a really, really big crowd. I don't really buy that because you're, you're, like, risking a lot to try to save that match, you know, for another year and a half. I mean, who the hell knows if what both guys will be doing by then, what, what, how hot they'll be. It just doesn't make any sense. So to me, the main, I'm still um, operating under the assumption that the Tokyo Dome main event is Okada Naito again. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do, do you feel the same way? I, I feel the same way, too. I think it's either Naito versus Omega or Naito. I, I just want Naito to main event for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Um, I'm go- I'm going to say that's still the main event, but, you know, it's... I could see Naito Omega. Um, it would just depend on, like, you know, maybe whether or not the... the at that point, it's like, will they will they put a, a main event Tokido on without Okada? Um, yeah. It's basically what it comes down to. And I yes, don't... I, I think if Okada has to main event Wrestle Kingdom, he has to be a champion. Yeah. And... That's kind of ridiculous. Because... Yeah, I mean, it's very... I I, th- I think it's going to be Naito Okada. With Naito, Okada winning the G1 and Naito, you know, moving on to... Um, you know, Naito winning the title from Omega. But yeah. you never really know. Um, okay, so let's... We got one last question here that actually just came in. Um, oh. So let's see here. What did he... It was from Claire at Claire Doors. Um, well, the first part, what matches are you most looking forward to and who do you want to expect in the G1 final? We covered that, actually, in our G1 preview. <laughs> um, so, you know, just listen to that, I guess. Any past DET shows you recommend? Um, huh? Uh, what's the question? Oh, any past DDT shows you'd recommend? Uh... I'm gonna go. My number one pick for this is the the Budokan show, uh, oh, August yeah. 18, 2012, because it has the Omega Ibushi main event, which is insane. You know, thirty seven minutes of them killing each other. It has the Invisible Man against Down Show Fabino in the semifinal. Um, you got it. You got some really crazy stuff on the show. So, yeah. um, a classic Iron Man heavy battle royal. I think if you're looking for like newer stuff, I would recommend. Peter Penn from last year. Yep, I was there in the building. It was a really good show. I like I like oh Judgment better. <laughs> yeah, I like Judgment better last year, but it's pretty close. Um, yeah, okay. I think really, if you, you can't go wrong with any Judgment or Peter Pan, because mm-hmm. both those shows are really awesome. But um, 
you know, pretty much all of them have been good in the past few years. So you know what? Watch every street wrestling done by DDT because they're all fun. Yeah, the street wrestlings are all awesome. The, go watch Minoru Suzuki and Shinshiro Takagi in the Tokyo Dome. That was so awesome. True. But, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong. Um, all right. So that's all the questions we have. Um, mm-hmm. Arum, thank you again for coming on. This is so, so much fun. You're welcome. <laughs> um, do you want to plug your Twitter? Sure. It's Arumi at A H R O M E. All right. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at WrestleOmakaze, not wrestling, wrestle. Uh, if you want to ask us questions, um, if you want to, you know, send us questions for any, any episodes, always can do it through Twitter. I'm always happy to hear your feedback if you have any. Um, and, you know, just definitely follow us on Twitter for the latest updates. And we have our own iTunes, which is Wrestling Omikaze. Um, you know, definitely search for us on iTunes if you want to find just the feed for this show. Um, next week, next week's episode, I'm going to be putting together a panel to go through the half-year awards. So that will be next week's episode where we're going to talk who's ahead and who's behind and who's in contention for the, um, you know, major, like, Wrestling Observer-style awards, you know, exactly halfway into the year. So that'll be the theme of next week's episode is halfway awards. Um, I don't have the exact guest yet. I'll let you know as soon as I do. I have a few people that I think I'm very likely to have on, but I don't want to jump ahead of them before they've said confirm the time can work but i think you'll be happy with the gas i think you'll enjoy it but until then we'll see you next week arum thanks again for coming on and uh thank you all for listening bye-bye here it comes again lunch will it be the same old same old or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new jamaican jerk turkey sub at firehouse subs Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.